0: From Daytona Beach, Florida, this is the Daytona Motor Mouths Podcast.
1: The Daytona 500 belongs to Franklin, Tennessee's Darrell Waltrip.
0: With two of the preeminent motorsports writers in America. From the Daytona Beach News Journal, Godwin Kelly. Hey, get out of my way. And Ken Willis. Come on, Godwin, Rubbin's racing. This is the podcast for NASCAR fans. Now
1: the checkered flag about to come out.
0: From the home of NASCAR, Daytona Beach, Florida. Here you he come. He's going to be a lot He's down low. The Daytona Motormouths on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona or visit online at DaytonaMotormouths.com. And Kevin Harvick is the Daytona 500 winner. Now, here they are from the Daytona Beach News Journal, Godwin Kelly and Ken Willis.
1: He's going to make it. They're going to win the Daytona 500.
2: Hey, hey. Hey, welcome hey. to the Arctic Circle. Yeah, and that's uh, a, a little chilly. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse uh, here a, on in 6th Street. In it's the, a dark gray day, day Daytona in Daytona Beach. Beach, Beach. And, and uh, uh, still the off-season, by the way.
1: And uh, they're saying, I heard a rumor that there may be snow.
2: Don't ask <laughs> oh, yeah. Not according to the National Weather Service. God, did they throw a blanket over everybody, you know, figuratively speaking and maybe literally. There will be
1: no snow. There will be no snow. Oh. Well, now I'm at the where my house is up yeah. north. Yeah. Uh I'm at the cut line. Yeah, where well, you yeah. Might, get a little yeah, flurry, might get a little flaky. I might get a little, get a little flaky a little up flake. there. Uh, yeah. When is that by the way? Is that tomorrow night? tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, we can only
2: hope. Be strong, goblin. Be we strong. Can only
1: help. Remember the ice, don't go out and get remember a ice drift.
2: storm we had? I remember the ice storm during Rolex testing a few years ago. And Rolex testing is coming up this week. So that yeah. always seems to bring the cold, doesn't it? The Rolex
1: people bring the cold. Bring the cold. Bring it. Yeah. <clears throat> well,
2: good. We could use a good shot of winter. You know what that does, don't you, when you get a good shot of winter? Well, it makes the ants hide, doesn't it? Uh, well, I, I don't know about that, but I do know that it, uh, it freezes some of them things and, and stunts the growth of some other things that lead to a lot of weeds in the spring and summer and a lot of bugs. Gets rid of a lot of the bugs, kills really? all the, freezes, a lot of them eggs. Have you, you Not like a frozen egg, you know. That'll yeah. that'll uh, that'll uh, change your summer plans right there. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to be picnicking more this summer because of the freeze that we're getting now. In the coming so, days. So
1: what's happening now will affect us this summer.
2: Yeah, but but what's happening right now is we're going to take a short break and we're going to get back with something, some other what do you know's. Yeah, right after this. And we're back.
0: Woo!
2: that All right, what do you know? Here's what we know. Um, here, I, I'm, I'm going to spring this on you. Okay, I'm going to spring this on you because we didn't talk about this ahead of time. I want to ask you something. There's a lot of uh, you know. There's been a lot of the predictable and usual uh, controversy and arguments regarding college football and how they pick their four playoff teams, right? right? And a lot of it right now, center, you know, it is centered on should Alabama have been picked over Ohio State for that fourth spot, and how in the world could UCF, un, the only undefeated team in the country, be ranked twelfth behind several four two loss teams and one three loss team uh, in the rankings? Um, so I'm, I got it got me to thinking. Uh, And I shouldn't have sprung this on you. I should have given you some time to think. But this might be more fun. If NASCAR uh, playoffs if the Final Four for Homestead were determined in a manner that the College Football Playoff Committee determined its Final Four, who would have been the Final Four guys racing for the championship this year? I think at least... I think at least two of them, maybe three, would have been the, uh, from the actual four that made it. Truex is a no-brainer. The one guy who wasn't in there that would have been in there would have been Kyle Larson, I would think. Right. Now, who would the other two have been? Kyle Busch, who was in there and should have been in there. Right. But would Keselowski have been the fourth? No. Can you think of who the fourth would have been? Larson. Well, we got Larson. We got Larson, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex. So, Chase chase elliott based on all of his runner-up finishes oh. at large bid hey, at large if
1: you add them all up and you yeah. divide by a certain number then it looks okay. pretty good on paper
2: yeah so imagine if they raced 35 races and said all right we're going to homestead and we're going to put together a committee Ch- chase elliott is i guess ucf <laughs> yeah right well no. Uh, no he's the opposite of ucf ucf never lost chase yeah. elliott has but never they, won but they uh, okay <laughs> yeah so other than that. It would almost be like keeping Martin Truex out of the final four <laughs> what happened to UCF in a away. But I mean I don't know if they were one of the four best teams, but I think they were one of the six or eight best teams.
1: They what's
2: cool. the what's the uh, what do they call it? The eating chain or something? The food chain. The food chain.
1: Yeah. If you look at the food chain yeah. and who Auburn beat. Yeah, sure. And I mean
2: it's Well, they beat a they beat one of the three best SEC schools. And there were three SEC schools that were head and shoulders above all the rest of the SEC schools this year: Alabama, Georgia, Auburn. And they beat Auburn, who beat Alabama, who beat Georgia, who who barely didn't lose by much to Clemson. So they're divided by three, multiplied by six point two. And ask Keith Jackson, and you get the. And I think maybe they should have been in there. You but did. anyway, it would be well, interesting if they did it that way. Well, but. do you think if Auburn had gotten
1: in that. They would have played at a higher level or something.
2: Well, Auburn, if Auburn had beaten Georgia in the champion, SEC championship game, they would have been in the Final Four, and they would have. Uh, I, I guess they would have been a little more jacked up to play, but they were plenty jacked up to play. Yeah, they just. Uh, I mean, it's almost like UCF had a little more to prove, and but everybody goes on the emotional aspects of a game like that. It co- might have just come down to the fact that UCF is better coached and has better players than everybody thinks they might have, right? Because they're not in an elite conference. But can I remind you something? Go ahead. It's a motor. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, a racing a, podcast. It's a NASCAR it, podcast. Oh, that explains why I heard Ned Jarrett in the <laughs> in the intro. All right, all right. Moving on. January seventeenth is the next Hall of Fame induction ceremony, yeah, right? Yeah. Up in Charlotte at the NASCAR Hall of Fame downtown Charlotte, and uh, they're gonna, you know, that'll be one of the times where they draw a crowd. Draw a crowd there. Remind me who's going in this time? Okay, this
1: is the ninth class. Mm-hmm. So uh, the people going in are Red Byron.
2: Yes, remember Red? Yeah, he uh, fought Snoopy in the uh, skies of Nuremberg or something
1: like that. Ray Abraham, Ron Hornaday Jr., Ken Squire, Ken Squire, and good old Robert Yates. I wish he had been here to accept.
2: Well, you know, all deserving in their own way, but again, it's uh, you know, if they insist on putting five guys in each year, and they're the top five vote getters from speaking about a rigged system. (laughs) College football playoff committee. You got the nominating committee for the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Uh, they give you twenty nominees from which the top five vote getters go into the next class. Right. So he who controls the nominees controls yeah, the Hall of Fame. Exactly. But uh, but you know, so you can get a guy going into the Hall of Fame if he finishes top five in the voting. He might have thirty five percent of the vote. Right. But if that's uh, if that's good enough for top five, he's in. Right. So two thirds of the voting panel of 25 or however, 30 or however many there are. I can't remember now. 20, 24, something like well, that. Well, there's the nominating committee is yeah. like 20
1: something yeah. and then the the final committee is 50 something.
2: Well, more than I thought. Yeah. Uh 2 thirds of them could say no, this guy's not on my list to go into the Hall of Fame. Yet if he gets enough to finish top 5 in the voting, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Kind of odd, I think, but you know, that's why I think you should have a separate room, like an upper tier, an upper berth, the gold room. You know, for the for the Earnharts and Richard Petty and uh, and that gang. You know, yeah. Like the World Golf Hall of Fame should have a certain Hall of Fame room set aside for Jack Nicklaus, Ben Hogan, yeah, uh, Lee Trevino, and then another room set aside for. Uh, for guys who are not Jack Nichols, for you know the Marco, Mira, Freddie couples, Davis Love, and that group. There yeah, several. There's, there's a lot of There's guys. a Hall of Fame, and there's a Hall of Good. Yeah, there's and, a Hall of Good. Uh, and, 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 you know, Red Byron, bless his heart, he was one of the pioneers, but I don't think he should be, you know, in a hall with his bust next to Dale Earnhardt or David Pearson. You know what I'm saying? His bust, his bust, yeah, or his uh, or a bronze likeness of his head. <laughs> well, well, well. The uh, well. The, speaking of which, well, the, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, uh, that's all I got for now. We gotta we gotta take a break, and we're gonna come back with uh, the middle segment of the Daytona Motor Mouse right after this. And well, it's Godwin Kelly Daytona Motor Mouse back at you with our favorite part of the uh, podcast. Oh, our cameraman's gone so facebook live is over hey take care brush your hair nice shirt uh you'll get that big time auto racing here's one of the hear that door it's almost like we got our own sound effect yeah. machine in here the door slamming um, i saw something interesting uh on online put out from the speedway the daytona speedway which is six miles Five miles from where we speak. Six miles if you're working and filling out an expense report. Exactly. Uh, It's uh, the Bush Clash, whatever it's called now, the Clash for Dash Cash, the season opening exhibition. 75-lap exibi- exhibition at right, Speed Weeks. Right. The Clash. And the Clash. The Clash. It, uh, the Clash field has, is finalized, which it's been finalized ever since Homestead. We knew who was eligible for this coming year, for this year's Clash. Yeah, it has, dang it. I didn't make it again. No. Yeah, you didn't make it. No, it's uh, poll winners from 2017, and anyone who has won a poll for a Daytona points-paying event, that would be the 500 or the 400, and they're still active racers. So that includes uh, included on that entry list was Dale Earnhardt Jr. because he won a poll last year, right? And he, he I think he's also won a Daytona poll before, so yeah. hell he could enter twice, I guess, if he yeah, wanted to. But anyway, he's not gonna he's not gonna enter. And the other uh, other, other interesting name on there is is uh, Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick, right. she's on that list. Which and so we know that her stated plan is to run the Daytona and Indy five hundred this this year, right? But as of now she uh she doesn't have a seat she doesn't have a car doesn't have a team for the daytona 500 or the indy 500 now the more immediate concern would be the daytona 500 because it's what six weeks away now it's coming up quick quick yeah yeah check your mirrors yes and so if a team got the right funding and put the pieces together and slapped a car together really quick for the 500 it stands to reason they'd slap together an extra car and go ahead and get the free publicity and all that's involved with running the Clash also. So, my question to you, put a percentage on it. 10% chance, 40%, 90% chance. What percentage chance do you think Danica will run the Daytona 500 this year? Oh, the Something day- has to happen. Daytona In 500? Summer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with that one. I'm
1: thinking... Uh you know it's funny if you get enough money yeah things happen so well, yeah so i'm yeah. thinking she's got a fifty percent shot okay. at it because she's she's got the people that know where to look for money and stuff like that and i'm sure they've now been,
2: now assuming she her people put something together and she's got a car a team for the daytona 500 then what would be the odds that she also runs to clash do you think Probably slam. Really? You don't yeah. think they'd Well because
1: you need a second car. Yeah. And well
2: and you'd need a basically you'd need a third car because you're not going to come to the five hundred to speed weeks without a primary and a backup. Well And then you need another car for the clash. Yeah, which well, she could use uh rent a car, right? For the clash. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean there's all kinds of things yeah. you could do. Sure. But if if you're a sponsor say i'm writing a check for danica to race mm-hmm. i don't want her in a car that's not going to be competitive yeah so you know you got to look at it like that because you don't want her like to, to be embarrassed you yeah. know you want her to at least stay with the lead group you know it might be 25th but she's gonna <laughs> stay
2: with the lead group yeah all right more sponsor news Coors. Coors, no more Coors Pole Award. Coors Light Pole Award. They're gone. They're gone. So, uh, what would be your name uh, for when they say the Coors Light Pole Award goes to? What What would be a uh, What would you like to see? The, uh, if who would be a perfect sponsor? It's got to be something with the uh, speed, something fast. I, I like like LL Bean or Beam. Yeah,
1: LL Bean,
2: LL <laughs> Bean, and LL yeah. Beam is yeah. what I
1: always call it, but just. just you know what? Uh, just the funniest name. Yeah, How about LW. that that weird beer that begins with L? And they advertise on TV. Oh yeah, K-Zone. yeah. I
2: know which one. I'm not even going to try to pronounce yeah. it. I know what you're talking Wouldn't about. Wouldn't that yeah. be funny if yeah. they
1: came in and they, Keystone would be good. Keystone pole Award. They still make Keystone. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i had Old the, Milwaukee. The old bitter beer face. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon. You can get Schlitz, but not anywhere I've been. I, I still hear people finding Schlitz at places. Schlitz is actually a good tasting beer, That's but great. I went into the that the Walmart of beers out here on ISB. What's yeah. it called? Wine World or yeah. Total Wine or whatever. Yeah. And they've got you know they've got every beer in the world. It seems like, but they don't have Schlitz. Imagine wow. that. I was, was a little irritated. Holy Wanted to God. give it a whirl because I was at a friend's house and he had Schlitz. And I said, "What in the world?" He goes, "Don't knock it." So. Poured it in the glass, drank it. It just like drinking a Budweiser. It was good. Yeah, the the only difference between Bud and
1: that other kind of beer, yeah, is Bud started marketing. Yeah, and that's why they became the king of beer.
2: Well, yeah, Schlitz took a uh, back in the seventies when all the beer companies started going crazy, particularly with the light when the light beer craze came around. Schlitz. Had a a strategy of, meh, we're just gonna keep making our good beer. (laughs) (laughs) Look at them now. (laughs) Look at them good. Look at them go. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, somewhere Bartles and James is having a good laugh at all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. All right. Anyway,
1: Uh, no more cores. Okay. No more cores. We're
2: gonna put that away. I'm
1: gonna throw them. Okay. uh, Miller cores out.
2: There they go. Know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take another break. And we'll be right back after this. okay back back with the final final segment nascar daytona motor mouse goblin kelly over there i'm ken willis and uh we uh the little, little uh, final segment we're, here we call green white checkers
1: we're wearing our long johns today green it's a checkers. Chilly out.
2: Just for us this is springtime for for a lot of people springtime spring. don't feel like springtime to me we're well, uh,
1: my daughter was. Bless her uh, heart. She came and visit. Yeah, and they headed back this morning. Yep, and they're heading to Cincinnati. And it the reading was minus something. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So they were real happy about that. Yeah. So,
2: but it's a dry cold, I right hear. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt it. They're right near the river, right? They're right yeah. next yeah. to the Ohio River. All right. Here we go. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk babies. Oh. You know, I saw that the Harvicks. I didn't even know they were expecting, but Kevin and Delena had a second child, a daughter. Did not know they were expecting. I didn't, I didn't either. And beautiful name. I love the name. Piper Grace. It's a cool name. It's kind of modern, chic, trendy type. Piper mm-hmm. Grace is traditional, you know. One of them old school names that's kind of cut that's made a comeback recently, right? But uh, but it's Piper's kind of a little trendy, but not overly so, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like that. I like Piper Grace. I think it's a cool name. So I want to congratulate him. I want to give him. I want to give those two kids my thumbs up on the choice of name. <laughs> I'm sure they've been waiting. You know. I wonder. I wonder how Willis is going to react to the name. But you know, Kevin, you know, having a, a second child at 42, and you'd think, wow, 42. That's I guess 42 is a new 32 I think maybe 42 that,
1: I gotta tell you that's pushing it 42.
2: that's beyond the point where I'd want to be uh you know that losing is, sleep and changing diapers and all that fun stuff pushing it yeah I think I and have, having to, and having to hook up the baby seat before you get in the car and take off my you know, make our, a beer run
1: <laughs> our last our last baby arrived when I was 36
2: yeah and lord knows you were over the hill I was over the hill at thirty six. Yeah, yeah. So. I was thirty five. Yeah, yeah. But I was uh, I was like
1: a spring colt. You were. Yeah. You could still do backflips back then.
2: <laughs> well, forty two might sound old. That is old. Yeah, it's old for a father. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> From what I gathered, I saw it on Twitter, so it must be true. Kyle Petty. Kyle. Kyle Petty is expecting her Mrs. The new Mrs. Kyle Petty is expecting. I should say. <laughs> uh Kyle's fifty-seven. Holy moly! Yeah, that's what I said. That is just incredible. The old boy's going to have to work a little bit longer, I think, than maybe he planned. But he doesn't do any heavy lifting. No, he just yaps. Yeah, and he likes doing that. He's good at it. Yeah, yeah. So and he only works side, side jobs playing uh, playing the guitar at barbecue joints. You know. Yeah, and you know he's a he's like a, he's kind of a young fifty-seven. If you don't notice a limp, <laughs> take away that limp. <laughs> Yeah. He's probably he's, in the concussion protocol from something that happened in 84, <laughs> we don't even know it, you know. But yeah, he's probably for for an old for a guy who raced as long as he he did, he's in pretty good shape. You know I, what I'm saying? I, you know, I can't disagree with you. Okay. But
1: uh you got to look good for TV. Yeah. So he's keeps it together. He keeps it together. He, I think he's kind of got you know, his old man
2: got Richard
1: yeah heard of
2: i've heard of him yeah.
1: yeah you know how he's richard's always been skinny yeah i mean i've never seen a richard a picture of richard when he was like plump
2: well he wasn't plump but he used to be a little more stout before he had the stomach surgery back yeah. in his when he was like 40 or so right but after that he got rail thin yeah and i mean rail r-a-i-l <laughs> not real like your uncle ed <laughs> pronounces he's rail thin they're <laughs> like Richard, Chloe, yeah. yeah, I got rail thin, <laughs> <laughs> rail fast. <laughs> yeah, they took out my part of my stomach. Anyway, them cats get the cut in there. All right. So uh, oh, uh, Martin Truex is Colorado Sportsman of the Year. Did you know that? Yes. You got something there to tell me? Who did he beat out? Does it say who finished second? Da, da, da. Uh, keep talking. Uh, second, uh, Colorado is a big one of the big square states, a little left of center and geographically in the United States. Uh, and they are home to the Denver Broncos, the Colorado Avalanche as a hockey team, the Denver Nuggets as a basketball team, Colorado Rockies as a baseball team. That's a whole lot of athletes in the state of Colorado. And their sports person of the year for 2017 was your current NASCAR Cup Series well, champion, Martin Truex Jr. They they just say
1: that he was. That's it? And then, they, don't, they
2: don't list the voting tallies? Let me
1: get, let me give you the quote here, cause, okay. or you want to read it. I love it when you read quotes. Who's quote? the quote from? It's from Doug Otwell, who's editor-in-chief of Mile High Sports Magazine.
2: Mile High yeah. Sports Magazine. I love it when you read uh, Doug Otwell, Editor in Chief Maha Sports Magazine. What Martin Truex Junior in Furniture Row Racing did this year was not only unprecedented for the team and the state, but it was hands down the best sports story of the year. What we had to oh, oh, oh what we had to go through personally what we what the team had to overcome along the way, all of it made our choice for sports person of the year an easy one. Oh, he said, I read that wrong. He said what he had to go through personally, not what we had to go through personally. I'm going, what the right. hell's he got to do with us? Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, this is our highest honor, the big one. The one that the likes of John Elway, Peyton Manning, Missy Franklin, and Chauncey Billups have won. And it thrills me to be able to add Martin Truex Jr. Junior. to that list. Ah, Junior. that's nice. Well, good for him. Yeah. yeah. We got one more
1: uh, little yeah. bit of news here about yeah. the you know i read this headline yeah my uh, nascar is still waiting on monster monster's sponsorship decision and i'm thinking to myself well, is this next year yeah are we talking next year yeah. or what and you're
2: thinking february yeah. Yeah. yeah so
1: uh and so then uh, you prompted me to actually read the story
2: oh you got to got a little research did you yeah yeah so
1: i read the story and um it's the 2019 and 20. Seasons. Yeah, they had a
2: 2-year deal with a 2-year option, I believe. So they're still mulling that option, but they they were supposed to an give their decision last this past November, but right. pushed it back to the end of the year and then pushed it back again. Yep. So that sounds like there know what there's going on, don't you? There, there's a little some, bit of wheeling and dealing going there's on some going pushback on. there. All right, let's play the birthday game before we get out of here, okay? All right. I'll gather it. All right. My for papers. the coming week. For the coming week I uh, throw out a name of a NASCAR racing person of some sort and uh, and Mr. Kelly takes a stab at the name and tries to come within five percent of the correct age, and he's really, really good at this. Normally. Which means this week you'll stink but, uh, it up. But I'm in a fog today. All right, today, today's Tuesday, and uh, it's Robbie Gordon's birthday. Robbie. How old is Robbie
1: Gordon? Well, he is, I think he's about the same age as Jeff. I think they're pretty close, so yeah. I'll say 45. He's 49. You, you, wow. You're usually a little better than that. Yeah. See, I'm, yeah, he's I'm telling 90. you, I'm in a New Year's uh, fog yeah. here. Tomorrow.
2: Tony Yuri Jr. 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 who's the uh, son of quick quick Tony Yuri Sr. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. One of uh, he's in the uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. The Uries and Earnhardts have been in the same orbit forever. And uh, Uri, the Ureys were have been
1: are they connected
2: by marriage or i think they i'm i'm, I'm guessing robert g is involved in there somewhere we yeah. talk about somebody somebody's <laughs> related to robert g and then they're related to robert g he's the hub so yeah so yeah so yeah anyway tony uri jr yeah oh i'm supposed to do yeah. something
0: how uh, old is he gonna be tomorrow
1: okay so him and uh june and junior junior
2: uh they gotta be close right yeah 45 Beautiful. Nice comeback. Right on the button. 45. All right. This coming weekend, uh, Sunday, Daniel Suarez. Suarez? Yep. Uh, 22?
1: 26. Ah! God, you're off your game. I'm telling you, it's a New Year's fall. Off your game.
2: New Year's Uh fog. Next Monday, Bobby Hamilton. Junior. Junior? Yep. It's a big one. Uh, 40. Yep. I gave you too much of a clue. Yeah, I you done did. Because you knew he's too old to be 30, not yeah. old enough to be 50. Exactly. Damn it uh yeah. gosh yeah. all right one all right one bonus bonus birthday bonus january round. 8th next monday elvis if he you know assuming he's you know not alive well, if he was alive well, how old would elvis be next monday well jfk mm-hmm.
1: this uh past year like his 100th right it was his 100th birthday yeah, yeah. so i'm going to say 1090.
2: Why are you lumping him in with JFK? I don't understand. Is well, there some sort of conspiracy theory here on
1: his well, death? Or? No, it's, uh, I'm just trying to think of somebody that was, like, his age back yeah. in the day. Yeah. And so, you know, he was... Yet
2: not his age. You guessed 10 years off or 11 years off. Oh, okay. So, you are yeah you're off, man. I'm, you're I off am. It's just... It's just. It's Wherever Elvis Presley is next Monday, he will turn eighty-three years old. 83? 83. Yeah. Really? Yep, 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 yep. Because he was big. He would have probably been on at least. Well, he would have probably had at least one of them hips replaced by now. I would think.
1: Now, when he his early career, when he was before the Beatles, that was what fifty-seven, 50? late fifties. Yeah, yeah. late. Then he went to service. And then he came seven. back, made bad movies. Yeah, yeah. He made a boy. Yeah. He made a lot of bad movies. Yeah. Whew
2: made a lot of good money making bad movies <laughs> you know who, who really raked it in was the colonel colonel tom he's the one that told elvis to go make bad movies so they could both make a lot of good money from yeah, bad movies yeah. yeah
1: colonel tom yeah unfortunately colonel tom was the one that told him not to do the uh that comeback movie oh really yeah the yeah. one that was played by the other yes. like, country and western guy yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I can't yeah. remember all the details.
2: Oh, was that the uh, Stars Born, Chris Christopherson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Elvis was supposed to play that? Yes. I didn't know and that. the colonel turned him down He said no. Son of a gun. He advised yeah, Chris Elvis. Chris Christopherson, Streisand. Yeah, and it, like, sparked yeah. his career. Back nah, i be darned. Well, you live and learn. In the pod. You live and learn in the you pod. You live and learn. Well, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, another Daytona Motor Mouse podcast
1: is in the books for the first of 2018. Happy New Year, Happy Mr. New
2: Year,
0: everybody. Right. And
2: to one and all. All right.
0: And so ships at sea. Let's go next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.